You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. That's a great start. <laughs> was that? Was that? Yep. Did it, oh, good for you. You'll that barely hear one. that, though, because Leland will still be playing. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, then, uh, <laughs> and I feel like the quality of your voice today will match Leland's dulcet tones. So, Walter, um, we're in the last day of summer, and then the middle of October is just randomly 22 degrees, and it's a Monday. You know what? You know, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to go because I'm going to my, 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 my parents' place for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. Me too. Nice. And my dad is going to say like a million times he's going to use the expression Indian summer. Non-ironically. And, and non-ironically. <laughs> he's like, it's an Indian summer, real Indian summer. Where does and that even come from? Is it because like the Indians are taking back the season or something? I don't know. <laughs> We're taking back the, the Indian summer. Giving and I'm going to have to be like, and every time I'm going to be like, Dad, I, you know, I say it every year. I think it's I can't. I'm not 100% sure that's racist. No, I'm I, 100% sure that's racist. It's <laughs> definitely racist. Indian whenever, summer. Whenever you're referring to Native Americans as Indians, you're, you're, you're being – you're being old, like you're being like but then somebody, adorably I feel racist. Like, I feel like at some point it's not even the Native American. At some maybe point, it's maybe India. It's, it's India. India. Yeah, like somehow, it's like, like it's shit hot yeah. in like, October, so <laughs> it must be India. Fire. Yeah, your dad's gonna say that. Like, yeah, he's gonna say that. Around summer or something. Yeah. And also, this is a little bit weird because we're pre-recording. I, I thought about this coming in because I was like, all the podcasts we've been doing are are uh, our, our due diligence and telling people to vote. And I was like, but this podcast will already have a. Prime Minister elected. When does this go? Do we, up do we literally Thursday. forget every episode to encourage people to vote? No, I, I, t- I say it every every time. On your own, on your thing, your other uh, thing. The other thing, and your also other on this, thing. this is going to come out uh, after the election. Yeah, a couple 30, days 40, after the 15. election. This will come out the twenty first, okay. maybe. And yeah. I would, and I would like to be the first to welcome our our new sworn leader. No, sorry, let's say no. What, what did that? Robot I would Bob. like to be the first to well to to say hello to our our chosen leader. And then we'll edit it in we'll the name. We'll edit it yeah. in. We'll, we'll edit it in the name. No. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I didn't vote for him. You want to do a take on it? You want to do I a take? I didn't vote for him. Whoever's in charge. He's not my prime minister. <laughs> if Justin Trudeau is prime minister now, then my vote really counted. <laughs> Your vote did it. I want to say one thing about I was like, I was going to say the one thing we should probably say is uh, who, are, who we're talking with right now. Mm, no, no, I'm talking do, about the more. No, no. no, let's see if people can guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tabarnak, do you know who this is? Hello? <laughs> That's right. The block one. <laughs> <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> Surprise win Jules for Seth the block. Is our guest today. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this will be. <laughs> this is our last English podcast because now English podcasting is easy. Jill has sworn to and once again leave the province. Um, leave the country? He did that. Didn't he do that after the last time that he like massively lost? He just like fucked off and went to the Bahamas for like a half year or some Wouldn't shit? Wouldn't be. I would. Because you know like, they're projected to win one or zero seats like this election. They have four right now. I think him coming in, I, I predict if I may be 
a uh, amateur political scientist, I predict that they will take seven seats in this seven election. Seats? Yeah. Seven seats? That's a, that's, yeah. that's a high number. Right? I'm kind of I'm kind of good with and that. I because spoke with the uh, I did a fundraiser actually for our, my liberal candidate in my neighborhood, and she was like, "No, no, it's going to be less than last time." And I'm like, "No, should Sep have people that?" Uh, what's your What's your inside track on this? Like, it's not. I just feel I, it's I, a hunch. I have my my ear to the the <laughs> pulse of the people. <laughs> And but, uh, but Jules Sepp is a, he's first of all, he's a good politician. He's yeah, a beloved yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is he though? And yeah, yeah. He'll get yeah, sympathy yeah. vote because the bandwagon jumper offer that didn't help the block last time will be like, oh, see, we really let them down. Jules back. He's really going to make a go of it. And our, our separatist uh, neighbors or whatever. Politically speaking, <laughs> no, poli- but politically speaking, the Bloc and the uh, Parti Québécois are very, very similar to NDP, except they have ruled. They have, they have actually held government, right? They've been the government. Well, they've been the opposition. No, the Parti Québécois. Oh, no, but the Bloc was the government. Oh, right. The, the Bloc was actual opposition. But let's be too. honest. Most of the Bloc candidates have worked for the Parti Québécois in yeah, one yeah, yeah, way yeah, or back another. And, and listen, the, the $7 a day daycare, that's Parti Québécois. A year now of parental leave, which is across Canada, because the rest of Canada was so jealous of Quebec that they had to yeah. take it. That's yeah, you know, if it weren't for the language one. shit, so they'd be like a really th- decent The language thing. <laughs> this if it weren't for the separation. The language <laughs> thing, the liberal, the current liberal and the Jean Charest liberal government upheld all the. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, the exactly. They never, yeah. That was passed yeah. regarding the language. It's the treason that really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to leave this country. Yeah, they want to break up. A, like, imagine, imagine Ohio decide <laughs> to want to separate from this. There would be a nuclear bomb going off in Ohio. Only, te- really only Texas Ohio? gets away with it. Only Texas we, gets away with it. Because well, they like, are they are their own country. Yeah, they don't really yeah. need a legal thing. Well, there's there's a what do you call it? There's like a movement in like New England, right? Like they're like vaguely separatists, like Vermont and like. Yeah, no, it's weird. My like Ronan's Ronan's dad is like a vaguely political figure in like Montpellier. Is Ronan's Montpellier, dad, uh, as they say in America? Yeah. Is Ronan's dad, uh, what's his face, uh, Bernie Sanders? Yeah, 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 yeah that's okay. the one. But yeah, but they're like they're vaguely they're like they don't feel American, like, and they're it's it's like not yeah. they're not as like gung ho as like. No, yeah, I was surprised to hear how, how uh, Republican Massachusetts was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, rich. People. Well, that's yeah. I mean, well, I just figured rich close white people. to New York and close to like you know like the most. Wait, but I think like Boston is like Democratic, but then the rest of Massachusetts is yeah. Republican. No, I think Boston even it's parts Republican. of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, but that many old Irish guys yeah. in charge of one thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, there's there's like there's like that whole thing, right? About like like mobsters being Republican because there's like they leave money alone. They exactly they yeah. leave your money is your money, and there's like not a lot of taxes, and there's like not a much investigation so there's a lot of like people who are like immigrants and stuff who are into illegal business who are like totally like yep stay out of the banks government like just let our money be because our money comes from illicit uh illicit stuff today's guest is amateur political scientist (laughs) derek sagan hey derek amateur political scientist fresh fresh from his win he just came of the, off of the, the stage amateur, right onto the show. Of the, of the I'm going to Disney World. Political science. <laughs> he won the political science debate series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frequently featured on the debaters. Sirius XM. And you and you won. We're just kidding. We, we won the Sirius XM Canada Top Next Canada's Top Pro. Comic. Top comic, comic or Next Top, top comic. Next Pro comic, I think. I think. It's, you know, top Next Pro. I don't no, no Pro. There's no Pro in it. <laughs> amateurs not, are allowed to go in yeah, it. Yeah, well. it's just. But, I mean, they just don't win. Canada. <laughs> Canada does top top, comic. top next pro. 
Canada's top comic. So is this? Uh, so you think you can be a comic? Yeah, so you that's think? It, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's that's amateurs. This is more. So you, so you think you can be a top next pro comic? Is what I think is the full name. That would so, be funny. You know that show, The Voice. Yeah. Where there's the blind audition. That would be curious in comedy, like to do comedy without seeing the guy like this right. face. I'm for sure this is why I won because I'm so pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but to like to uh, yeah like to. Uh, do blind? I don't know what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. Or if they just have one comedian do like other material, but you're voting for the material, so you would it would be uh, the same voice. I've often wanted to do that. Do a whole show where everyone is doing each other's material. Yeah, that would be great. I would hate to pull the Mike Patterson material <laughs> fucking thing. And then do you do it like you or do, do you try to do your best yeah, Mike you Patterson? Try to do a, your best brother version of that hey? thing. Yeah. No, and I would, I would, also, hate, while, I would right? also hate to have Rodney. To have yeah, no, I'll be Rodney, yeah. Say the N-word all the way through my thing. Nigga, what? Uh, <laughs> are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it's the internet. Fuck it. Uh, is, is nigger even considered wow. a swear word? Yeah, I think it is. Is it? Yeah. Re- you can't say it. You can say it on television. Slur. What? No. What? No. Oh, no, but like South Park on, did. Like on BET. South Park did it. BET. Only no, BET. remember South Park? That is not racist. Jesus Christ. Who <laughs> 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 at the nigger station say nigger? <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> but South Park had the whole episode about it, right? The the Niger episode? Like, they said... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, like, when I, I'm an annoying... Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure even, like, the grassy... The next generation, they could say it. But I think they can only say it as, like... As a source of racial tension. Only when yeah. Drake comes back for episodes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, like not the French guy. The French Drake guy. Drake started at the bottom. The no, absolutely. And by Only the bo- on this podcast. Yeah. I, love, I love the fact. By the way, this is Sebastien Borgo. <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy. He say the N-word like crazy. This is, a, <laughs> this is always like, it gets so dark when we have the French comedians on. Mike Ward was the same thing. Like Mike. No, Mike Ward was a really nice guy. I keep saying, I'm like, he's been, he's, look, look. Cause like now, cause now, like my now, like my relatives and stuff, and like people who don't always talk to me about stand up, are like, "Hey, so heard about this Mike Ward thing?" And like, look, I'm just gonna say he's always been a really nice guy to me. He's super professional, and <laughs> he's there's nothing to defend. No, I know. It's a, yeah, like he, you're right though. As a as a man, as a person, he's yeah. one of the nicest yeah, guys. Absolutely, he, he helps out up and coming, mm. younger, but yeah. beyond that, he helps handicapped people. In, or I don't even know if that's the right word to use, although I've said nigger seven times, so I'm pretty sure I don't have to worry about it. I think handicaps are Don't have to worry about the cripples. <laughs> you just won. You just won the next top pro comedy. Con- they'll take the money back. And in, but in this, we're having this conversation about Mike. A word that I say, if I say cripple or handicap or fucking whatever I say, it shouldn't be a thing to be sued for it okay it was insensitive maybe and I apologize if I offended anybody and Mike would be the first person to say I didn't want to hurt the kid the kid was 10 at the time when he did the joke see if he's listening to Mike Ward you have fucking bad parents (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, for sure so uh, anyway all to say Mike Ward is a a generous man he he helped every year he owed a fundraiser for one guy that just he was a fan he discovered that the guy can't afford to get the adapted uh, mm-hmm. vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I've heard him tell that story. Yeah. A new wheelchair, whatever. Yeah. Uh, when he, he, so he owed a fundraiser. He raised $100,000 for this guy. Yeah. Then he went to uh, 80 when the earthquake relief, whatever. Yeah. And they offered him a bunch of money. Bring Mike Ward. We're going to do a fundraise and all mm-hmm. that. He gave back his cachet to the orphanage in the, the yeah, town yeah, where yeah. he was. He's a fucking nice, generous 
kind guy. And this whole fucking thing, Jeremy is putting out an album now in the next couple of months. I don't know if you heard that. He's Seriously? To release an album. You're shitting me. It's a C. It's a oh my god. Book. It's a. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I was just talking about how Mike Ward made his buddy piss himself. That's all I was talking. about. Oh, that was going to yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually did the la- the only other podcast I've ever done was Mike Ward's podcast during the night before the contest. Okay. And oh my god. I don't know how I won the contest. I was so fucked. <laughs> Mike promised me that he's going to edit the podcast. I hope he's... I, I was just so drunk. Jesus. Recording a podcast for how many... You have, you have like a million follower and yeah. the 200 people that were in the room. Right. And I was just sitting there, free speech! <laughs> I, like, I like that, you know, in, in light of the way that you've started this podcast off, that you're saying how much you regret what you did on that other podcast. Right, so right, like, what yeah. did you do? Like, <laughs> I was too drunk. <laughs> the things I've we're going to pause real was... quick, and then we're going to get real drunk, then we're going to come yeah. back and then just be shit-faced <laughs> for the last half hour. Do we do pauses? Do you have no, we don't pause at all. Okay. <laughs> like that oh, yeah. was just that was just an excuse for us. To I pause thought I was going to get a smoke break. We, we should talk to maybe we talk to Ward when like if we maybe if we got on like on, on Ward's good side like he would like How throw some of that that generous money um, this way and like we'd be like well right now he's got the fucking defense team yeah. to pay. Yeah, and he's got Julius Gray. He doesn't have celebrity, a lawyer to the stars. Lawyer oh, yeah, to the stars. Julius why Gray. Not? We're gonna. I'm gonna try to start. I'm gonna try to help start. I'm gonna get involved to try to hard start one of those uh, online fundraising thing, like a Kickstarter or yeah. whatever those are called. For what? For his like for his defense? defense. And then if we isn't get that, enough, it should be over soon though. Should, isn't February? That, they have to, seriously, so, dude. Legal system. Why would this what? go fast? In what world the, does this go quickly? The uh, plaintiff got to present their case in September or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Mike's defense gets presented in February, and then who knows if it'll be delayed again for another? Yeah, because then it goes to trial, like or it might it might either get thrown out or it might go to trial, right? Because that's like I think this is the trial. I don't. Mm. I think this is the trial. I don't know. I think as they present a case, a trial. It's a human rights commission, so it's not a court of law. Yeah, yeah. It's a human rights tribunal. Okay. For now. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, is that? Yeah. He, he knows. Know what the fuck he that could, is. He, the appeal. He could appeal at the Supreme Court. Yeah. They both could appeal, right? Like they both can. Uh, yeah. And here's the thing: if imagine it was me, like I just yes, I win fifteen thousand dollars, but I, I'm already. It's all gone already. Disney World. I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Mike can, you know, not. It's a waste of his money, but no he shit, can afford yeah. a defense, right? Hey, I, I couldn't it. afford fifty thousand dollar defense on hey, this. Like you have to team. declare bankruptcy. Basically. Maybe Gray's doing it pro bono. No, he's not. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's my plan is to uh, to help. I've spoken to Jess Solomon, who said she would be. I think we need to. I don't. I could do it by myself and just start a kick, start whatever. Set the uh, the uh, objective at uh, hundred thousand. Say, my my idea is okay. Let's pay for as much of Mike's defense as we can. But let's have something left in the thing, like twenty-five thousand, like what uh, Adam Carolla did when he fought the the, the internet fucking mm. trolls or whatever, right? <laughs> to fight this the, the lawsuit, but have enough so that the next podcaster can, you know, so in this case, the next comedian that gets sued for some fucking asshole money grabbing, yeah, yeah, had to have there be a there's fund. A, there's a fund <laughs> yeah. ready to pay a lawyer to defend. We can't listen. <laughs> we can't. We can't. The, he can't lose. If Mike loses, we're all it's fucked. It's a bad precedent. Yeah. See, we're, what are we going to talk about? The weather for yeah. forty-five yeah, yeah, yeah. minutes every I night. A lot of have a good, have a good twenty on weather. Actually, there was a. I was reading this thing. <laughs> they were talking about. We can't have him lose. No, it would no, be it would terrible. Yeah. It would set a precedent in North America, and then it would just. Well, I don't know if you follow the music scene, but you know Action Bronson. 
Oh yeah. Action Bronson's a big, uh, big fat white rapper who like he raps really, really like dark misogynistic stuff. But it's Sometimes. like a lot of the time. <laughs> but like, there's kind of like he's a big fat guy, and that it's like a lot. Yeah. There, there's like a little bit of irony in his raps. Like you're like he's not. He can't pull ladies. He's like a three hundred pound fatty. Right. So him talking but about he does. Though. There's like a I'm sure he Middle does. Eastern rapper too. That's like that. That's just like honey, honey, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so but there was a thing when he was he was uh, he ended up not getting, I know. getting across the border. But that was because he Co- couldn't get across like the border. Coincidentally, coincidentally, but there was like a big thing to have him not perform at Oshiaga because of his misogyny, misogynistic lyrics. Huh. And they're like, no, it's something that you pay for. It's not hidden. It's just like whatever. And then they were talking about. Like reading the article about uh, just for laughs, they're like, if you're gonna get offended for something that like you understand that this is the the guy you're going to see has this material, be it hip hop or comedy right. or whatever, and you're like, you have to be able to talk about anything. If you get offended or whatever, you can like leave, but it's not you can't stop the guy from saying it. Right. You know, like that's that's the thing. You know, it's like it's okay for you if you get really offended, get up and fucking leave. Like that's. That's what you should do. Uh, like, you can't suddenly stop him from saying everything. Famous French philosopher Voltaire said, um, "I may not. Serious. I may very strongly disagree with what this person say, but I will fight to my death to defend his right to say it." Yeah, exactly. You know like, I mean? and to me, I think that's just like that's just kind of obvious. Is you're just sort of like if someone if someone says something that you disagree with, like you don't need to hear it, you don't need to agree with it. But then to tell him that he can't say it right. is like where you get all fucked up. I mean, and people often have been asking me lately because I've been very vocal about the Mike Ward case. There's like, where where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? Man, that's a fuck. Everyone have a different opinion about it, so my opinions don't mean anything. Hmm. Uh, do you draw the line at like hate speech? Like somebody like, you know, like the KKK with the shit that they say. Do you draw it? No, but I don't. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech, so I think you don't draw the line there, but we are free to judge those people. So, you know, if you don't care about prison sentences and stuff, yeah. somebody started yelling racial slur or like calling for uh, violent against uh, any ethnicity, I am free as a Canadian to punch that guy in the face. <laughs> but he should still be allowed to say his crazy shit, right? <laughs> say your crazy shit and I promise you I'll hit you in the face with a bat. And <laughs> he'll still say it. That's fine. But it's not the law has no business telling us how to think. Um, now, should there be a line at that? Well, certainly to have any endorsement by our government or by organization like television station or whatever, yes, stop them from saying that. Uh, the violent things, the called call for violence or whatever. But what Mike said was nothing even close to that. People And then people ask me, but Derek, what about the whole punch up, punch down rule? You know, that's fucking stupid, right? In that case, only a black comedian... Like, you know, they say you can only make fun of a race that's one shade lighter than you. You know, you <laughs> okay. know that's all in comedy. So black guys can make fun of every ethnicity. But then like a Russell Peter Brown, dark brown, can only make fun of like Asian. Now they saw that, you know what I mean? <laughs> then Asian guy can only make fun of Asian and white people. Right. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. I think I should be able to make fun of every ethnicity and <laughs> handicapped people and whatever. Just bearded people and fucking skinny white kids. Who gives a shit? Uh, like it's bo- and it wasn't mean spirited. That's my whole rule in comedy is just as long as it's not mean spirited. As mm. long as you don't want to hurt a group or a person, mm. you're not like that's. If you want to just be mean, there are shock comics that will yeah, say yeah. just horrible things that are like, oh my god, how could you say that? That wasn't the case with Mike Ward, and that's never the case with me in my comedy. I never say things just to hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah. 
or to be mean to any group or, or individual. So I think that should be the if there was going to be a rule, that should be the rule and make it not. Anyway, I don't know why I'm getting so excited here. <laughs> because we, you know, it's a, it's a hot button, it's a hot button topic. Hot button topic. Exactly. Here back again. Here we are with. Uh, if you're just joining us. If you're just joining us, tuning into the podcast. If you've skipped ahead past yep. the intro. Yep. We're here with amateur political scientists. <laughs> Free, free speech advocate. Next, next top pro free comic. Speech advocate. Next. <laughs> Listen to my Mike Ward podcast to hear how I love free speech. Winner. All I say through the amateur whole political analysis. Is, free speech. <laughs> free speech advocate. Derek saying. Winner of the so you so you think you could be a next top pro comic. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrities. Why? Do they know things? The contest. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I know. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't even enter. He, and your next week's headliner at this club that we're sitting in is the host of that show. I'm not cheapening so it. I, th- I feel like by adding on to the title, I'm ameliorating, ameliorating it. I'm not sure that's a word. That's it is. Ameliorating? No, no, no. Uh, maybe yeah, it's definitely an anglicism. No, no. Amelioration. Francisism. Ameliorate, ameliorate is a word. Is it? Sure. I think it is, too. I don't think it's what you're. I don't think it means what you want it to mean in Making the sentence. Making it better. Making it better. <laughs> Making it better. <laughs> Improve. So, but no, but this was, I was... Canada's next top comic is what I want. Yeah. I don't even know if there's a next in there. Now, see, they've poisoned me. With <laughs> <Yeah>. I, I <laughs> have. Serious Canada's XM's top comic. Canada's top comic. Yeah. Cause it's, I remember, a very, it's very prestigious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I mean, like, I I think I'm friends with, I'm definitely friends with Mike P. I think maybe Jess Solomon. So I was, like, watching the, the via Facebook, I saw some of the progression. And this went on, like, it was a bunch of shows. And there was, like, a, uh, like the, the qualifying Rounds yeah, and then, then there the was then there was like a lim- the online online voting. votes and there was like multiple eliminations or something and then there was no so there was the qualifying round which is everybody who so people submit and then they chose thirteen people from each city okay to do the the live Would, and online show was it like every major city in Canada or like every major city two from Toronto and then <laughs> two Toronto Vancouver Winnipeg Calgary Montreal. Halifax Montreal and uh, Ottawa. Ottawa, okay. Yeah. Nine cities, so that's, so that's already... Eight, eight cities. Well, yeah, but, well two from Toronto. Two from Toronto, So right, that's right. 99 times 3 is 21, like 111 comedians, more or less? Sure. Total? Whatever. Over 100 qualified. 111, and actually. And then you hit 13 the in each city. Sometimes maybe there was more, 13, 14, whatever. More and then each, then each city, each whatever thing was narrowed down to three with Judges, okay. were the territories represented at all? Or? No, they would have to come down to somewhere like Winnipeg. <laughs> hey, no, they would have Winnipeg to make the trip. Vancouver, make uh, the goddamn trip. Me. So then, three from each city were chosen, that, and that went to an online vote. Okay, which I was super shocked to get through that part. Okay, I'm not great at how that did you rig that part thing. though? I, did I rig it? I, I mean, how did you rig it? How did you like? What email. did you do? Like, did Just you get? Tweeted a did couple you get times. like? Because like sometimes I hear about these things where like you can pay like. Like a thousand people in China. Why would you to work for like three? Right. Again, you're diminishing too. this. I'm not diminishing. I'm asking Derek <laughs> what is, if you had this strategy. I did not right. do that. I, uh, I like do in World know. of Warcraft, you like pay a guy to <laughs> level guy. up your character so After, you come back. <laughs> your character's yeah. really good. After I won, I do know that I have a bunch of fans or friends that said oh man I shared it with my old contact list and well yeah. it's so easy for them to say that after you've won though. I won. It's it's nice to have friends like that. But I would check. 
uh, I was actually worried because the day <laughs> that the voting started, I had one fan that tweeted me on face on uh, Twitter, <laughs> and he was like, uh, "Hey, Derek, don't worry, I'm a computer programmer. You've got this locked down." I'm like, "Oh shit, let's see what does that mean." <laughs> and then it took a week for SiriusXM to do the counting of the vote because they were actually checking IP address and all that stuff. Really? I'm like, "Oh no, I'm fucked." To see if it was rigged. Yeah. I thought this guy totally cheated. The, the, the Chinese guy. Yeah, 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 the Chinese guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got all shocked that I was being racist. He's racist. This is not racist at all. And this his, is a real thing. His name might be Walter Ling, everybody, but he's not Chinese. No, 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 no. This is real. Jokes. This is yeah. real. And this he's is not really a, pale. This so is not a racial. This is not a racial remark. This is not. This is not. Sound of sure It's not exclusive to Chinese people. There are probably <laughs> Indians and Pakistanis that do it too. There's all, so many Chinese all people. Semi third world. Like odds on, if someone's doing anything in the world, they're Chinese. Like one in six. Only the Mohawks in Ganawaga. That are doing oh, well, hey, hey, hey. That's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to insult races that are in proximity to come <laughs> yeah, hit him in the exactly. face. Punch that. up, not down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Punch <laughs> across oceans. That's yeah. all we can do. <laughs> they can't get to me. Our listenership's pretty much limited to North America, so he feels <laughs> fine just shitting on, <laughs> shitting on the largest population in the world. But oh. Fuck you, Fiji. <laughs> but he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit on someone who's like a driving distance from us. Belgium, suck a dick. You can't get to me. <laughs> Belgium. That's not real. Fuck your waffles. <laughs> so three comics from each city make it, and then you had to do like a showcase. Then there was, a, so then there was an online vote, okay. and I got through that. And then it was the final, the, the, the winner of each city had to do another live show where uh, there were five live judges. And this year, for the first time, the audience counted for one vote. So there's five judges plus the audience. So the audience in the room of the live taping, but they broadcast it live also on Sirius XM radio. Cool. So there was 1-800 numbers for each of Like you 1-800, then you just text the word Derek or the word Tricks or the word Matt Billen or yeah. Matt or whatever. It's all our first name, I think. Yeah. Tricks was in the top ten? The top eight. He top was eight? A, he was the finalist mm-hmm. one the, for one of the heats in Toronto. Interesting. Crazy. And so it was, yeah, Kelly Taylor from Calgary, Matt Billen from Vancouver. Um, uh, Jordan Wellwood from Winnipeg, Trix Toronto, uh, Alex uh, Steph Tolev from Toronto. Tolev was oh. in. Yeah. Tolev was top eight. She was the only girl. Have we had her on? We had her on very briefly, just for last short. And she yeah. was talking about that. She was actually on the just for last episode that we did with her. She was like, I think she was either about to qualify or was like worried about qualifying around just for last time i don't know you probably know yeah. the the timeline better i wasn't finished listing everybody but okay good for steph yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he just he was and excited there was for me steph. and then there was uh ryan dylan from halifax okay and nigel grinstad okay is that name ring about vaguely he made it throw for ottawa so those are the eight finalists so cool and very honestly i was most worried about kelly taylor for some reason because he works so he he can do an hour clean he can do an hour dirty he can do it he can do it all and he's he's been around a long time and he's also very fun at parties so he yeah. was the one i was most worried about uh so i made a deal with him and i made a deal with matt billen because matt billen <laughs> came out of the gate and he killed it so I ended up giving those two guys a thousand dollars when i won but the deal <laughs> if they won they were going to give me a thousand okay you know what I mean? <laughs> I so kind of hedged my bets a little bit. Yeah, you I were was so hungover too. I didn't think I was. <laughs> you were like, guys, I'm pretty fucked up from Mike Ward's podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't think just, I'm gonna win. This. If uh, if I win, I'll give you a grand. If you win, Which, you give me a grand. A little f- uh, shout out to Faisal Butt. Yeah, saved my life that night. Oh yeah. After the Mike Ward podcast, apparently I was just out in the street, kind of h- hugging a post. 
<laughs> trying not to fall down, just like, uh, free speech. Uh. And Faisal took me in the car and brought me to my hotel room and laid me got, in my got bed. Got you home. Tucks you saved in. Saved me. And like, yeah, he saved my life. I see. I don't. It's like a one every five year that I get that fucked up. You just up get loaded. And it just got away from me. And t- turns out every time I do that too, that I get that fucked up, it's always right before I have something super important the next day. <laughs> well, the work. Why I do that. It worked out for you though. Maybe that was like, maybe it was like your, your, your secret weapon was like being so hung over that you couldn't get into your own head and you were just like, I just got to get out there and, get, then, and not throw up. Yeah, exactly. And then you just fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. I have been very lucky in my life and it's Thanksgiving today. I don't know if people can know what time, what day we, we record yeah, the yeah. episode. Is this the first, is this the first uh, podcast that you've recorded? So, well, he's since the his second podcast you've ever done. So right. this is this the, the first, first one. one, one, the one I, I did one in, in uh, Newfoundland, but I think I checked it. I did it two years ago and I think there's nine, nine, views of it oh. in two years so was there any provision in the contract that said like within a span of two weeks or a month after your win if you do anything like reprehensible as a comic we can take the money back no, I don't know I didn't read anything so. <laughs> <laughs> he got the money and he spent it, it spent to go to Disney already. World did you like did you try to do. did they give you was there like a huge check that you so had to fold into your wall there was I no huge check huge <laughs> check it was very unceremonious I was outside smoking a cigarette and just trying to let it sink in and the girl walked out oh hey here Derek and she handed me this check where she so they, they had leaves. given us a check for the show like everybody got the same check for, to cover travel expenses right, right, basically right. which people the closer you live to Toronto the better the check was for you right like Matt Billen coming from Vancouver as he lost money whatever yeah but, um, the guy who like took the bus so in Toronto. that check was one of those checks that you've seen like a check making machine yeah. with a little shiny chip on it and printed out yeah, and yeah. computer yeah the, so that one that was a really f- official check with the thing that you tear off yeah for the stub and yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, typed yeah. out the one for the full prize I see it looked like a drunk fucking person wrote it it's Probably, all handwritten yeah, the, the signature goes crooked on the thing. Was it written by John Sirius? Or? I don't know. I don't know. But I was going to say, I was like they, <laughs> to, like, they, like, they had to fill it out only when they figured it out. Only my Who? name. They could have yeah, put the number. <laughs> they could have put the 15,000 Yeah, they could have. They could have had it all ready and then just like left the name part blank. But then the guy's shit-faced. It's the end of the night. And he's like, what? Wait, wait, wait. Where was it? it was it from, was it from a series? Or was, was it labeled smoking. as... Seriously? Yeah. They, they it like, who was it? Was it like the, the co-check girl or the intern? No, or no like? it was the girl that ran the whole thing. Oh, okay. She did a great job. Kayla's her he name. He said, seriously. Seriously, hey! Yeah, but so it was the person who ran the things. It wasn't just. It wasn't just like right. the. It wasn't just the cigarette girl or the but ballet. But it wasn't like presented at a. They didn't make it a photo op or anything like that. Where in the alley, the check, you're taking a picture with the check. You know, like shaking hands. We and should. Sharing we should check. go to the dollar store, get some Bristol boards, make a big check, and then us take the photo op. Like right. Walter and me handing you the big check, being like, "Congratulations to Canada's next top comic, Derek Sagan." <laughs> with should, a, tape, I'm down, a yeah. taped together big giant check, shaking his hands <laughs> yeah. with the photo op. Serious is like what. What the fuck are you guys doing? You had nothing to do with it. On behalf, it. And we have to say it's on behalf of Sirius. <laughs> on behalf of Sirius XM. Congratulations to Derek Sagan. Miner himself will, will, will confront me and about they, it. The guy sure. that runs it is like headlining here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> make what sure the we take fuck the are picture in HG and we'll have like really, really small on the bottom of the giant Bristol board. Like, no this affiliation. This is not an actual affiliate. check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please really do not cash this. This is three Bristol boards we taped together yeah. and made look like a so check. So check right away. I'm impressed by that. Yeah. Yeah. I Everyone thought else be, thinks I'm still, yeah, people... I would have thought the, there'd be like a two-week delay or some shit. Yeah. And, Jesus. Oh, right there. That's the amazing. Yeah. That's really good. Only a comedy competition could could ever work like that. Anything else, if you won something, like you would get it like a half year down the road. It'd be a or skill 
it's in question. You have to answer and that. Thing, like, because I do all my own taxes, taxes and stuff. So my first question to them was like, uh, so is this is this revenue or it's like a your prize, prize money? Contest. You don't have to pay. Are you an official that? contest? And they didn't even know the answer. I'm like, that's a, that's an important question. This is like if the it's, tenth edition of it. Or something. Yeah. How do you not know the answer? Because if this it's question? in Canada. You, prize money is not taxable. I, I looked into it further after, with, and it is. I don't have to declare it. it yeah, because it's, it's a prize. Fuck, not yeah. If they, did, they would have had to pay GST and QST or like on top, HST, of, the on top of the 15 Gs. So that would yeah. be so fucked up because especially if you had like – if you, I, I mean, won $17,426. And I don't think you're per, di- per diem. You don't have to be taxed on either. Like, so like no, the, like, so that's for that But I was like, check. but if they had paid you an appearance fee in addition to the prize money, you'd have to pay taxes on the on appearance that, fee. Yeah. But not the prize money that right. you won. That's so fucked. And like part of the prize was a TV appearance at Just for Laugh next year and my own venue. 42 or your actual JFL? JFL Montreal TV. <laughs> oh, so that's already so that's already fucking locked down. No auditioning for Dude, me this year. Nice. I know. It's that's, you're awesome. living the fucking dream. And I get my own venue one-man show at JFL 42 next year. Whoa, so I'm one of the 42. Sick. I'm a 42. That's I'm, fucking sick. They only have 41 more people to book and they're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Derek's saying it's a lock. Yeah, no auditioning, which is really sweet. How about this? How about you put aside those dates now? You figure out those dates as early as possible, Uh, and the day before, you just sequester yourself in a room where there's no Mike Ward, there's no Faisal Butt. No mushrooms. You no no mushrooms. You can't drink. No no booze. (laughs) Can't spend the whole day drinking. No, but see, that's that's where you're wrong. That's where no, yeah. He needs to. Get drunk, do Mike Ward's podcast right before the JFL 42, because that's when you bring your A-list yeah. shit, and that's when you win the competition. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I've been very lucky. I did that HBO gala two years ago. Do you remember that? The, I remember we Whitney talked about that. Yeah. Uh, that, too, the night before, I got fucked up. Jeez. I'm sitting back. That's his A-list stuff. Why have I done this? Why? <laughs> I'm going on HBO. See, this is the biggest day of my life. And I fuck it. Well, great. I went out. I got a standing ovation at Place des Arts. I feel like you're learning the wrong life lessons. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't let my children listen to this podcast. Have you ever? Have you ever like? They think I'm a Mormon. <laughs> they don't even know I drink. Have you ever had like had a good meal and like a good night's rest and then like bombed the next day because you're like, what the fuck? Actually, more often than not. Shit. <laughs> I think my liver is really in charge of comedy. (laughs) (laughs) You're just sort of like... (laughs) So it's like whenever you're like really prepared for something, it doesn't go well. If you're like fucked up, it goes super good. You can overthink things, though. That's true. You don't have time to get in your head. That's a good point. Steph Tola, for instance, was way too much in her head the night of the finals. I can see that happen. She even like... She just just fuck off when it was finished. She's like, I can't take it. It's crazy. It's a I was just trying not to throw up, and she she was very she she worked herself up so much that she was angry by the end. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I fucking hate this contest shit. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's exactly Steph Tolev's voice, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Mike Camilleri with his hockey sticks. Camilleri can go through like five, six sticks a game. Really? Because as soon as he thinks, "Is it my stick?" He switches it. Uh, okay. Like the minute. It's in his head that he's like, if he's not feeling it, he's like, switch. Doesn't break, doesn't nothing. He'll like, yeah. as soon as he thinks about the stick, he changes his stick. Because he's like, I don't want to sit there on the ice. He's like, all the things that are going on on the ice. Right. If I'm thinking, is my stick a little heavy? Is the flex a little fucked? Glad we traded that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy person going through five or six sticks of fucking game. I like to think that in an alternate universe, uh, my Massimo, is a comedian. Massimo and Steph Tolev are like siblings. They're like related or something. People have been trying to set them up. People keep asking that them. That was like, the strangest thing you could have said to what I just <laughs> said. True. Yeah, well, you know, incest is something that I can imagine Massimo participating in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Massimo. 
Masvidal likes HBO. No, but like the way when I hear Steph talk, sometimes I'm like, you. In my mind, she's like, like a female Massimo, Massimo right. but like with like uh, maybe like a mild generation. Well, gap. yeah, but here's the difference: is that Steph often will be self-deprecating. <laughs> They're like they meet somewhere like Steph. Don't have she, she's self-deprecating. But then you look at her, she's like, no, come on, you're cute. That's yeah, right. Do a little mustache. Never heard anybody. Jesus Christ. But then Masmo, you look at Masmo and he's like, that's right, ladies. I am the most fucking handsome man in the room. And you're like, no, I think fucking Steph is handsomer than you. <laughs> Not that, no, Masmo is, he is handsome. He's very handsome. Man. But it's just a different, <laughs> different approach. They have a different approach. Yeah. Uh, he just won the prize shooting on everybody. <laughs> He's standing as next stop comic and he's leaving everyone he's behind. Shooting. No, wait a second. <laughs> if that came off as an no, I love no, no, Massimo. No, no. I'm in I'm best. in love with Massimo. I would I would I don't totally think Massimo's the one you need Massimo. to apologize to. <laughs> oh, the mustache thing? That's, that's fine. She says it. I it's, it's I've fine. never it's, noticed it's the fine. mustache. It's fine. You know, you punch up, not down. That's my new <laughs> God damn it. I fisted Steph Cole. Stop it! Stop it! We're not editing anything. No. Uh, this is good. This is a good episode. This is great. Imagine that fucking I get taken to the human rights tribunal by another comedian. <laughs> From one of the two hundred people who listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a list of their names. You know that Steph listens to the podcast. Got a mailing list. Um, <laughs> oh, well, hi, Steph. How's it going? I can get that. Do you think? Do you think somewhere like? Do you ever? Do you, do you ever? Do you ever, like? Does this thought go through your mind that like somewhere they're like? So who? Like in that final show, there was you. You, you at least listened to them, but like, like I was getting drinks and shit. There was like, then Jess Solomon was on the show with you as well. No, was she that was the finals. She no, didn't she make the finals. No, well, well, the was... very final show was you, Tolev. Oh, that's right. You weren't. We, I was like, doing shit. Like, but like this, like Matt so, Dillon, tricks, tricks, tricks. Uh, uh, Nathan, someone. Who was the other? Oh, one? Nigel, Who, Nigel. Grinstead? We don't have to go through it all. Who do you think was like a hot contestant? Like, like, may, like you were like, he, I guess, he like before, this, he before we started, I said that my biggest fear was Kelly Taylor. Kelly Taylor. So yeah. do you think like somewhere like while well, the like that one lady and was Steph, getting, to be honest, I yeah. was. Kelly and Steph were my two biggest concerns. <laughs> but do you think while they were like just like palming you the check in the alley that like meanwhile there was like photographers being like so when is Kelly going to be ready with the big paycheck picture? <laughs> yeah. Like well, they're just like, like standby. They're like everybody's waiting and it's like oh Derek but good for him. That's you know what? That's great. <laughs> Perfect. Kelly and Matt were actually super Kelly was like when they announced that I was the winner, Kelly was like woo because we had made side <laughs> deals that I owed him $1000 if I won. Yeah. So Kelly was super happy that I won. He had he paid off Kelly and uh, Matt Dillon too. I gave Matt Dillon a thousand. But he had the too. flip side. If they had won, he would have pilled. So again, the you've cashed the check. The money's yours. They can't take it back. From no. Me. Right, okay. Good. Because oh, no, now I, you're. <laughs> I talked about it with Ben the next day on the air with the vice with the vice president, <laughs> or the director of comedy programming for Sirius XM. Jesus Christ. They were fine with it. It's but fun. imagine. I'm yeah, allowed, it is I'm fun, allowed yeah. to give money to whoever the fuck. Can I you want. imagine if, if like if that like. How many finals were there? There were eight. Mm-hmm. So it's like if that's spread out enough, we're like, and then you give me two grand, and you give, and so it's sort of like Derek won, but everybody gets yeah, everybody two wins. grand. Everybody wins. Somebody <laughs> did propose that. Like, how about we split it eight ways? And I was like, no, 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 about that tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Tricks was very fuck. He was hot that night. Strangely enough, and you were all com- where you're a comic, you know, the winners were the first three people. Like, so the bullet. And the second and the third were the ones that took the one, two, three. That's pretty cool. It's 
rare too. Yeah. Exactly. Where were you? Where did you go on? I was third. Okay. That's third. Third exactly. Yeah. You had the sweet spot. So usually you would say fourth is sweet spot, but third on like on a out of eight. How long were the sets? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Oh shit, man! They're not fucking around. Like a half an hour at the end. Harlan Williams. Yeah. That was pretty sweet too for the audience. The theater was beautiful too. The whole night. Which was the venue? If I wasn't so sick, it would have been such a pleasurable evening. It's called the Queen Elizabeth Theater on the CNE ground in Toronto. Oh, it's still part of CNE. So nice. Well, CNE was still it's, happening. But it's on the oh, ground. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a still it's still the thing all summer. The yeah, I don't even understand that deal. That whole thing. I don't understand what that is. It's like a fair. Yeah, and there's a and they have like a but there's West Coast one too. Stuff in there. It's weird. There's a, no like people live there. Town. It's a little CNE? town. Yeah. It's like is it related to Canadian CNE? National Exhibit? Exhibition. Exhibition. Not it's related. Right to, the, not related to Canadian National Rail, is it? Yeah. It is absolutely. It's CN. Huh. The old thing. That's very strange. It's a big, huge... Fan. And Keith works I work for CN, and I have no idea what this is. Oh, wow. Yeah, really, Keith. I feel like you should know <laughs> about really this. probably <laughs> should. I was like, can I get in there for free? Can I live there? Uh, oh, and there's the thing, too. They were very smart this year that Ben put Faisal on, last year's winner. He put Faisal on kind of in the bullet. So Faisal did 10 minutes before any of the contestants. Like it's started. like a warm-up kind of. Kind of, yeah. The bullet, like to bite yeah, the bullet yeah, yeah. to get people into comedy mode, you know? Like, yeah. hey. So you were, oh, that's even funnier that you were saved by last year's winner. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? It's kind of like. He just like, what, like, just like, 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 just like shoveled you off the street. And, like, so that means that next year's Ubered, competition. Ubered me home and then Ubered is he Is he an Uber out. driver? No, he he just called, called an Uber. An Uber. Oh, I thought I thought you I thought you were suggesting that Faisal is like operating yeah, like his vehicle. That's, that's Uber Joe, and he's like Derek. I need to take you home, but you need to register in the app, and you need to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I paid him the next day twenty dollars, which probably doesn't even cover any of the thing. But I'm like, so, hey, you, you won fifteen thousand last year. You can afford. <laughs> so next year, year you need to yeah, go I'm to sure the competition and wait for and, wait for and pick your pick contestant. pick your winner, and then take care of him the night before. Right. <laughs> pay forward. Pay it forward, exactly. Make sure he gets home safe and tuck him in the bed. And uh, That's very... I do have to do that. Exactly. Keith, how are we doing time-wise? Are we uh, oh, why is my fucking flashlight on? <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> we're at 40 minutes. Walter, you want to you get into five questions? five questions. All right. So we do the same three questions to every guest. Then we ask a question from our previous guest to you, and then you get to ask our future guest a question. All right. We don't know who we our future guest is. We don't, is. don't know who the future guest is. We don't know who it is. We're not that far in advance. Steph told of. <laughs> Yo, we have a couple weeks to work this out because we're a little ahead on recording. Let's get Steph to live on. Uh, Walter, what's the first question? What's first question up? is, uh, what did you want to be when you were a child? What did you like, want to be when you grew up? Well, probably a professional athlete when I was really little. S- specific sport? Any kind of sport or like multiple, like like Deion Sanders? Like. Um, wow. Let's see, I don't even remember. Michael Jordan. Hockey? If you were I guess hockey, but I had I had a chance to be a pro baseball player, so maybe oh, yeah? maybe there was a point in my life where I was actually looking at that, so I was I wanted to do that. What'd you play? Catcher. No oh, shit. Gary Carter. Yeah. That's right, he's my favorite. <laughs> You're just yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I wore number four for Bobby Orr in baseball, though, so that's weird. <laughs> where did, where did, if you don't mind me asking, where did you grow up about? In Brassard. In Brassard? So you were, like, you grew up in Montreal, and... I, I went mean, to high school must in have... NDG. I went to Loyola High School. So you grew up, did you grow up, like, a hockey kid, or, I mean, I like, played hockey, baseball, football, and baseball. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, I was gonna, that was my next question, when you wanted to be, like, a professional yeah, athlete. I if seven. I was, like, you were good in gym, like, you were an athletic kid. I was an athletic, yeah. Okay. I was a pretty athletic guy. Loyola is basically like the four horsemen of like Montreal private high schools. Like the four horsemen. Yeah, like the, the, the four the, horsemen. The, the school that's run by the Illuminati, kind of. A little bit, but they're like you know <laughs> yeah. like they got the suits and shit. They're like they're like the horsemen. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like grooming for a lifetime of 
being the horseman. <laughs> yeah, Derek so pro athlete. Derek, I could see Derek being in a, in a four horseman of, of, of comedy of sorts. But yeah. I could say that when I was a teenager, when I was a late teenager, like when we were starting to get ready to go to CJEP and uh, university, I didn't want to. I wanted to be a director. That's what I wanted to do. Of films, uh, yeah. And my parent, my mother specifically, was like, "Man, oh, Derek, you're gonna go to Concordia and take a film degree? What's that gonna get? That's not realistic. Nobody work in. It's a huge industry. But I listened to her. I'm like, you're right. That's not very pragmatic. So I'll whatever. I took urbanism, and I'm like, mm, that's urbanism. More, yeah, urban studies. It's called. Okay. What does that do? Urban like, planning, like you. Know, okay, so you like, how many lanes should this boulevard? Uh, I thought that that's where you like you learn. Okay, but like, but I. You could see why you would think that that'd be a good job in Montreal, right? Just it, like it doesn't exist apparently right, in Montreal. Yeah. You'll be like, "Fuck, I'll get in on you." But here. that and it was a very diverse degree, so you had marketing and management. Yeah, and yeah, you got a little bit of everything, and economics and whatever. So I said, "Oh, that's pragmatic," and I was working at Bell Canada at the time. But I was always interested in the art. But just uh, my my family, my entourage were like, yeah, "No, that's not realistic. Yeah, yeah. You're not. What are you going to be an actor or a director? I see what you." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right." That that's pretty much my family's. And then I was 31, <laughs> and I got into just hobbyist in comedy, and fucking now, whatever, 11 years later, I make my living out of it. You started comedy when you were 31. Imagine when I started. If I would have started when I was 19, you started when you were 31. 31. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Still hope for you yet, Walter. Giving Walter a thumbs up. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, but I wish I would have started when I was 19 or 20. Like, I could be, you know, I'm, I'm doing great now. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. knocking on wood. But I, it could be so much more. I could be fucking, I could be the French-Canadian Russell Peters or whatever. I don't know. It is said. No, I think there's a big, I think there's a big. My middle name is Russell, actually. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Named after another alcoholic. Wait a minute. I know this. Yeah. Did we talk? Like, yeah. Then I, I think I found that out in Mexico potentially. <laughs> so my Derek, I'm named for Derek, and my father's favorite hockey player was Derek Sanderson. Okay. Who ended up being a gigantic alcoholic and drug addict. Right. <laughs> and I think he died of liver failure. That's that's nice. who I'm named for. Okay. And Russell was uh, Rusty Staub, I think I was named for huh. Rusty Staub, the uh, baseball player, the Expos baseball player. Well, they do the next question. Question number. Th- Two. 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 Uh, who is the greatest? No. What is the worst fashion That's choice you've ever made? Hmm. Fashion choice. Wow. Uh, I think it might be at uh, because in the uh, obviously I'm thinking public image. It was either when I was 15 years old and I wore this pink shirt that my mother bought me. It had like three buttons down the front, and it was a short sleeve shirt. And uh, she bought me Jordash super, super, super tight jeans. And I was kind of a chubby kid. <laughs> so I wore that to like the most important party I had ever been to that point. Mm-hmm. What like, year was this? Is around? this fashion like 1987? Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I was like, this sounds like late 80s, early 90s. Maybe. And I'm like, is this fashion? And it was not. Everyone laughed at me. <laughs> or at my Halifax comedy festival in 2008 i wore a very tight le chateau green argyle sweater with a green <laughs> dress shirt underneath and a flashy white tie Why? to do a tv taping i don't know my fucking girlfriend said it was nice <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you watch the tapes and you're like, yeah, what I, the I have a picture fuck? of myself. I actually wore the same thing to do this Russell Peters thing that I, <laughs> I met Al Gore. It was like a, a gala at Place des Arts to raise money for the world environment thing. Al Gore's, and like I'm shaking Al Gore's hand in this stupid green, lime green thing. Like, hey, this is Al Gore. And I'm a leprechaun. Fuck. <laughs> 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 that sounds. I met, uh, I had a photo op that I randomly won with, uh, Wes Craven, like the guy who did, uh, what? Nightmare on Elm Street. What? Yeah. Very small world. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> oh no, is that the just blew his mind. <laughs> I was, uh, Robert Englund's stuntman on a very B movie. Oh, crazy. What the fuck? What B movie? It was called B movie, not B movie. B-movie. It was, called it was the, Jerry Seinfeld B movie. No, no, you were Robert England's stunt double. You were the, the B swarm or black swarm. It was. Called, uh, it was about killer bees. Walter's probably seen this. It was called killer bees, that? and then it was called. I was just on set. I was somebody's. Did you do any stunts? Body double. Yeah, yeah. I had and the, an explosion, and I had a little girl in my hand. I had to save her. But yeah, no. When I went Wes Craven, and there was like a photo op with him, but there was a green screen, and I was wearing a lime green shirt. And then when I got photo. They give me the photo and I'm wearing a bright pink shirt, and I was like, I was like, what, uh, what the hell is this? And they were like, yeah, your shirt disappeared. They really should have called you. And so I was like, so now I'm meet, a picture of me meeting Wes Craven with not the shirt I was wearing. Instead, they were. I was like, but pink? You're just like, hey, what you shirt are you wearing? Uh, I was wearing a lime green shirt. I was wearing like a Why lime. Why didn't they like that? Because like? I disappeared because it was a green screen. Ah, yes. And they wanted like a stone background, like a, a rocky background, like it was like a crypt or something because it was Wes Craven. <laughs> I was like, fucking thanks, guys. Thanks for this pink shirt that I do not own, doesn't <laughs> exist. It like calls into question whether or not I even met Wes Craven because <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt that doesn't exist. Do you still exist. have the photo? Yeah, dude, I have it. I, I want it framed now. I've, I've had it like when in When did an, you get this done? Like a, a while ago, it was just like it was. How a did thing you win this? Because it was like a it was like a fan expo thing, and it was like enter to win like a prize oh, pack yeah. with Wes Craven, and I won the prize pack All with right. Wes Craven. Okay, so I got the drink with him and his wife, fucking at a bar. Like, really? Yeah, it was fucking amazing. Weird. It was like the best. Like I literally sat you down, drank like with him. That's that's what the meeting was. Drinking with him at a bar. It was like hanging out with him in a bar, and it was like I think there was like twenty people. Like it was like twenty people plus Wes Craven and his wife. At this bar, and then you could just sit down and have a beer with them. Like it's great. It was. Wait, here's a serious bitch. His wife. Yeah, no, I didn't (laughs) talk about. He's dead. He he died. Died died, died of brain cancer. She may not be dead though. I'm sure she's not. Question number three: Who is? Derek is on his phone. It's okay. It's okay. So here's the picture of that green sweater. Oh my god! Oh (laughs) Jesus! It's hideous. You have to send that to us so we can put it with the pocket. Oh, with, and you can see the collared shirt underneath. Holy fuck. Uh, I want to see the shirt. And that's with Mark Critch. Good There's God. There's another one in this series. With, that's fantastic. With Al Good Gore. God. Al Gore, everybody. Come <laughs> you on, met Al, Al Gore. Gore. I did, with that shirt on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> fuck, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's Al Gore. Me and Al Gore with the green shirt. Can, can we use this photo? Can we use this photo? Absolutely. If Derek doesn't mind sharing it, we'll absolutely put this photo on. Yeah, this is the photo. <laughs> the terrible, terrible ah. wardrobe selections. <laughs> Share with Walter. So, without thinking about it, uh, who is the greatest person of all time? Person? Person. Without really thinking. Like the first name that came to your head. Yeah, yeah, Trudeau. Pierre Elliott Trudeau. And then you're, and you obviously talked about this at the top of the podcast. You're voting his kid. Yeah. You're voting liberal. That's, being his kid is enough for me, but uh, there's uh, many other reasons that, upon further analysis, I also like about Justin. His lack of experience, I think, is a great. Yeah. 
benefit. Let's see where too bad. The status quo is shit. Our yeah. system is shit. Yeah. Everything needs to be changed. So a guy that don't accept the status quo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a guy who's not, not already weighed down by politics. and Yeah, I think that's going to be great. Barely um, Trudeau's a pretty good. I've always been like, I'm obviously too young to really have a full head on my shoulders. This is like, a picture I'm very proud of, too. This is my pool on fire. Nice. What? Yeah. This is pool on it's fire. pool on fire. What's in your pool? Uh, it's gasoline that I threw in there because my hand was on fire. Anyway, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I'm very, I'm very proud of it. <laughs> and you're proud that but someone got the photo, too. Right? Oh, my God. That's a miracle. But it's just uh, one of those things. Again, like some... I don't get super hammered, lose control often, but this when, is when I do, you do pool on fire, interesting things seem to happen. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> super hammered. Well, uh, America's we next were, top, so Canada's next top comic, and I lit my pool on fire. Separate incidences, but ne- next top pro comic. Best people ever. The best person, Pierre Le Trudeau, is the first one that popped in my yeah. mind. But I do want. To, I want to specify that uh, to me, the greatest comedian who ever lived is uh, Richard Pryor. There's, that's a good. It's a good, good bet. That. All right, our uh, our next question, nice, is uh, from Montreal playwright Vittorio Rossi, uh, and he asked, "I love him. Do you think about our Canadian film industry at all? What of is your opinion on it?" I think that here in Quebec we have an amazing film industry. In English or in French? In French. In French. Okay. And uh, so I was like, I don't, I don't know I about think English. That there's many sad f- factors to our uh, the Canadian film industry, the English Canadian yeah. film industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Vittorio is obviously much more English. Yeah, and he's, I know he's. I know he's going to be producing his. Uh, yeah, 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 that's why we have on the show. Yeah. Matter, we've been talking on Facebook. I'm like, feel free to cast me in any way you think <laughs> would be appropriate. <laughs> exactly, I'll be. But around. I will be definitely supporting that fundraiser. Yeah. Um. There it is. Bang. What's this? Robert Englund stump double. Nice. Oh, yeah, uh, right. Fix it. And you have all your photos. I'm so bad at keeping that shit. I'm terrible at everything new, but that's, that's good. good. That's good. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. You both have your arms in the slings with Robert yeah. England. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, they did make up after they yeah, yeah, yeah. my beard and everything. But. No, yeah. So, because like if you were, if you were like, I mean, I don't know. Have you have you tried to get into any English acting or? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. when I quit my job. I was. Comedy was a hobby. When I quit my job, it was become a full-time actor. I yeah. got the lead in three plays okay. uh, in a row, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. This is going to be good. And it just turned out that comedy started paying more bills than any other. So, uh, <laughs> But no, I, I considered myself an actor okay. long, long before I was ever a comedian. Uh, just it hasn't worked out that way. Well, but I, but I mean, I think that's kind of what the envelope is kind of all about, is that it doesn't... Or at least for English Canadian film, it doesn't right. work out. And I mean, one lot. of those precarious or very—it's uh, a complicated category, right? I'm an yeah. average height, average-looking white guy. It's the biggest. There's so many actors in that category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like a Mike P, whatever, like a chubby guy with a mullet. Like that's not. <laughs> there's not a lot of competition in that, yeah, in yeah, that yeah, exactly. character frame, right? So um, I mean, I've done a my I've done little things like I'm. I, I'm yeah, often trying to be in the movie environment, and I've landed small part in big movie. That's my I, strategy right now. 
just be around just it, to right? be around shit and just yeah, yeah like i did a lot of extra work for from like 2008 till 2012 I, yeah I you're was, like you're in white house down yeah, yeah. there you go okay. just by being there being on the spot it's like walter in his gsp commercial <laughs> <clears throat> no well i got that through an acting agent but whatever no but i'm just saying but but <coughs> nonetheless it's just like you were just kind of putting yourself out there and then they were like putting yeah. a commercial he's a commercial with gsp and he touches awesome. him. I touch him. That's good. He touches, <laughs> I touch his chest. <laughs> just, just play a weird creeper who touches. It's not in the script or anything. You just <laughs> no, I just I ad libbed it. They loved like, it. And he yeah. looked at him. and He's like, "I'm going to touch you. I'm going to touch you. I hope that's okay. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Don't. I'm break like me. I'm like this much taller than him, and that makes me so excited. He's, oh, like, wow. he's not a large man. Yeah, no, he's super small. He's uh, welterweight. I think I want to say. Like, middleweight. Middleweight. So I like to Is think he? that in a, in a, a, in a real fight between the two of us, I had to go to middleweight. Wow. I just dug deep in the uh, the old photo archive. Photo archive, yeah. All right. Now I just want to make sure before we did specify that you were the stunt double of uh, Robert, Robert England and not Wes Patterson. No, I mean Wes Craven. Wes Craven. <laughs> Wes Craven. <laughs> That's Mike McDonald before he got sick. And Dean Ambrose. So, no, so Keith. It's not Dean Ambrose. It's <laughs> Will. Uh, Will. It does kind of look like Dean Ambrose, though. <laughs> Forget his name, though. Will. Davis. Yeah, when I was thinking of Wes Craven, I almost said Wes Anderson, and I was like, that's very different. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson and Wes Craven. Wes Patterson. Super different. Wes Patterson. Larry Day. Wes Patterson got his haircut. Yeah, I know. It's a picture of the roster of the first and only ever PEI comedy festival. Dan is just going through. All right, Derek. My name's Derek, not Dan. No, it's Dan now. All right. Walter, you're a real piece of shit. Walter, you're a real piece of shit. Dan Derek is just going to His name is his Dan phone. Sanders. He's Canada's comic. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Sege doesn't sell everywhere in Canada. you got to be uh, Dan Sanders. So. <laughs> All right, let's go. Like, now our All final right, so question. Like, what, do you, what do you want to know from our uh, our next guest who you don't know who it is? Because <laughs> we don't know who it is. No, we don't know who it is. Any question? Uh, might be it's like when you that. eventually win Canada's next <laughs> top no, program. No, no. I'm going to ask, is there any line in stand-up comedy that you sh- you – there should be a law that you're not allowed to cross it. That's fair. I feel like that'll that'll you want to any, maybe any broaden it to performance. No, because I mean we might not have a comic on. It doesn't matter though, because like I feel like every, people, people will know what stand-up comedy is. Yeah, the the comedy. Thing is people will know what stand-up right. comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. because we know that there's not a line in performance, like in film. You no, can, but I'm saying, but like with, you can have you could have a handicapped person, like a, a, a the bully of the movie, could push a wheelchair into a fucking train track. He could, right? And it's acceptable as, as long, long as it's fine. The moral fine. of the story, they would put like, that on that Sunday. But at I don't 7 think the PM. hero could. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the as hero long could. as he redeems himself by the end of the movie, it's okay. Probably, like, you're you know probably right. right. So, is but there a line? Is there a line? Is there a line that you should never cross in the freedom of speech law? For instance, is there a line that you should never? be allowed to cross and you can put a footnote of the yes there is you could punch them right in the face from me Uh, I'm really sorry (laughs) next (laughs) guest Derek Sagan has to do this and we will specify (laughs) there is a footnote to this question (laughs) Walter's going the wrong way Walter's what would be hilarious if your next (laughs) guest is like Elizabeth May (laughs) 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 you just punch Elizabeth May in the face Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. With a, like a, hit him with a seal club. Like the thing that you would club a seal with. That's what you should hit. It's a seal club. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I think there's like, it's like a little. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a flapjack. It's kind, and, it's and kind of a French, flapjack. And in yeah. French, they call it a fuck club. <laughs> fuck which club. Which is really great. Fuck club. Head down to the Montreal fuck club. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth May, you've just been hit in the face with a fuck club. The fuck club. Fuck club. <laughs> flapjack. <laughs> 
right. We're closing up the hour. Derek, I'm sure you have a bunch of shit to plug. I mean, other than your trip to Disney World. Um, <laughs> I do. I probably Can you? Do. And I'm I, in the I meant to ask this earlier. Hang on. Sorry. Is there any way to go back and listen to the SiriusXM? Yes. They're, like, well, they're going to be the they're rebroadcasting it on their okay. channels uh, for the next six months, and then I think it will be available. Well, they got a radio station? Amazing. Sirius what XM? the hell? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it'll be like if you're listening to Sirius XM, they have a, they have a comedy channel. I'm guessing because they, they have a million channels. Laugh right? Attack, I think it's called. Okay, so it'll or be Canada Laughs. This one, the, the contest is going to be on Canada that Laughs. Okay, so it'll be Canada Laughs the next six months. Then it'll be on demand. And okay. then you can get it on demand. Yeah. And then you have any shows, or whatever? Uh, I'm doing uh, Vancouver Yuck Yucks the uh, third week of uh, November. Okay. And then we're taping at the Baders in North Vancouver. Uh, no, November 22, 23. With Mike. Check that. With the best. F- with, with Steve, Steve Patterson. Patterson. Steve I was going to say Mike, and it's I was like, wrong Patterson. The greatest live show there ever was. And then I'm headlining the Calgary Yuck Yucks November 26, 27, 28, or in those in those. End dates. of November. Yeah. And, uh, I like hearing you on debaters. Too. It's, it's, fun. it's always fun hearing you on debaters. Thanks. It's been very, it's, they've been very good to me, and yeah. it's, it's brought me a certain amount of. Yeah. You always National seem you always kind of seem just like you're fucking with the other panelists. It's it's wonderful. Like, <laughs> Thanks, man. It's, yeah, it's, they should have us on that? the debaters. We would count as one guy. <laughs> what was that beep? I think the battery's dying. Probably my phone. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. Um, <laughs> and what else? I see. There's all of October that I can't think of what I'm doing. Disney World. We should November go. Uh, we, we should do. Uh, we should go World. fishing again in, in January in Mexico. Sure. Or we'll our, just go hang out on the boat. You our, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna and, say go and drink and drink three beers. Yeah, yeah, we should bring more beers. We should, less, yeah, less fishing tackle and more beers. <laughs> more beer. next time we less, less, less fishing tackle and Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> just go ice fishing. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go stand on the fucking frozen river in the winter. I'm down. Go, I go to, go I go to Rigo. I go to Rigo every year. Yeah, he goes ice fishing every year, man. I'm not even joking. Cool. We Rigo, don't have, we don't Rigo, Quebec. It's like an hour drive. They do it for you. I know Rigo. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Check the Batain when you're in the Rigo, man. It's nothing but Seguin in the Rigo. Uh, are you from there? You not even family? kidding. Sixty percent of the population of Rigo is Seguin. Okay, so I guess never. <laughs> date, Go into a phone book in the Rigo and open the the, the Batain, the, okay. the yeah, yeah, phone book, uh-huh. whatever. Let your fingers do the walking. It's all Seguin. All right, it's crazy. So are we going to walk this down now? Yes, January ice fishing. Except without a hole in the ice. Except without a hole. We just sit on the case no, of beer. No, there's no hole, but everybody pees in the same spot, so eventually, so eventually there eventually, is. And the fish just start jumping out. <laughs> there like, is. You got Molson X? Fish <laughs> jumping through the piss hole. <laughs> All right. That's, I think it's good, a good place to end it as any yeah. <laughs> fish coming out the piss, piss hole. hole. Go plug yourself. Thank you very much, Derek. Hey, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 95.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 95.cc We're not working. Why should you?